Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to Elder's Target Individual Community Call. It's Sunday, November 1st, 2015. Do a quick recording because I want to legally document um, some of the targeting that's been going on because they've been stepping some of it up. Um, see, last was it last weekend, I believe. Yeah, I found out that another one of my lights was out. My brake lights were out, <clears throat> so I went to go and uh, change the bulb. Uh, but in this case, it's um, attached to the trunk size so when the trunk opens. So it's screwed in with the Phillips, you know, just a standard Phillips screw, which was stripped. So I had a conniption, let me tell you. By the time I made it, I had to go to one location. Then I went over to like an auto zone to see, and they said, oh, you have to buy this whole drill bit and everything in order to, rever- you know, drill into the screw and then reverse it. I'm like, that's all money, you know. Because you know how this larceny and extortion goes. They're always making it so that the target has to spend money. So needless to say, um, by the time I got to the next, I went to get gas. I went to another auto place, but I could tell they were tweaking with time. Because they do that, they'll trigger me sometimes. And then it's like that. You go, it's like um, a minute or two. So by the time I got to the next location, uh, auto store, to see if they had some other type of thing that I could use a bit so that I could get the screw off. He comes out with a screwdriver, and then he he uses the same Phillips because I have two different sizes of the screwdriver, which is standard size that I have, and it was I could see that it was stripped. But um, he comes out, and he, he says, oh, it's not stripped. You just used the wrong size, which was bullshit. Okay. When he pulled the screw out, it was like a brand-new screw. So you got to remember, my car is almost 20 years old. It's been sitting in weather and everything. That screw that's, that was there where the light bulb placed is not going to be brand shiny new. It's just not going to happen. So the, somehow they managed to know, okay, well, they went too far. We better drill this thing out because she's having a conniption and she's getting real loud and she's telling everybody. So that was fixed. But not after until I had to uh, go driving around to get that taken care of. So that was the back brake light. It's constant. So as you know that I had someone come knocking at my door at about 10, 11 o'clock at night, banging on the door. So I had the owner change the lock because I don't know, I didn't know if the former resident um, had, you know, he had changed the locks before the former resident. So he changed the locks. Last night was Halloween, as all of us know, or Saturday was. So it's about 10.30 or so, and I go out to smoke, and the light's off. And this yeah, 20-something male and female come in. They're in a Star Trek uniforms, you know. He pulls down his pants and he starts pissing right in the yard. And you can see that I'm right there. So instead of being silent about it, I started saying, what the hell do you think you're doing, you know? the fuck is wrong with you? 
So then I, what I did was instead of being quiet about it, I turned on the porch light, and that thing is, is really bright light, and I blasted it right at him. So they think it's no problem just coming around and, you know, um, defecating or, or pissing on your property. And they're so, they think they're so bold because they do it right while you're standing right there, while you're sitting right there, you know, on your porch. This is the kind of shit that I'm dealing with in this, you know, this so-called suburban uh, upper middle class neighborhood with $1 million homes. Million dollar homes all around me. And you got these young people in the perpetrator community that don't give a shit about anything, and he's pissing right in the bushes from the sidewalk, and I'm looking right at him, and instead of being quiet about it, I turned on the porch light, and that thing just lit up the whole street. And then I started cursing him out. And then I told him to tell his fucking perpetrator friends the same thing. You don't go in somebody's yard, while they're, especially while they're sitting right there on the porch and start pissing on your bushes. And, you know, these guys are so psychopathic in nature, such sociopaths, that they don't even feel anything other than, look how cool I am. I did that to the perpetrator. So that was Saturday. So I'm busy. I'm out and about all day today. I come back in getting ready to go take a shower. And my whole back door's open. Now, mind you, it's got a lock, a latch on the lock, a door. Then you have a slider, so it slides over and locks. And then you have a chain on that back door. All of them were opened. So mind you, you have people who are around that see all this stuff going on, but the two main culprits that could see all this stuff are active participants. So they just allow it to happen. But see, they think because they didn't do anything, they're not guilty. But what they don't understand is, number one, you're an accessory to the crime if you saw them walking into somebody else's private property and you didn't call the police. They seem to think that as long as they didn't do it themselves, but they know that other people are doing it and they keep silent, then they're accessories to that crime. They're obstructing justice. So when they sit there and pat themselves on the back, oh, well, I didn't do it, so I don't have to take responsibility. Yeah, you do have to take responsibility. So that's where they don't get it. They think, well, I know what they're doing, but I'm not going to say anything. Why not? All you have to do is pick up the phone and call the police station. You know those people don't live here. So like I confronted the guy pissing in my yard and then he tried to get all bold with me and, and, and try to yell at me and I thought, I dare you to walk back over here because I got a broomstick and I got all kinds of stuff and I got years of being targeted and you think you're going to piss in my yard and I'm supposed to be silent and then you're going to get smart ass with me? I will take that broom and shove it up your ass. I don't care who you are. 
So anyway, like I said, I come back and I'm, I notice, well, this is all open over here. So they think they're really cool or that they're scaring you. See, I'm not scared anymore. I don't have any reason to be scared. Because I'm not doing anything wrong. It's sad that you have people who feel the need to violate your private space. But all it does is incite me to say, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to purchase? So that if they ever come near me, I drop them in their tracks. So it doesn't scare me into thinking, oh my gosh, what more can I do, you know, when you're a new target and you're blitzed and you're terrorized. It just pisses me off. And saying to myself, what else do I have to do to protect myself? Not about buying locks and being afraid to go out the doors. It's about I dare you to come at me. And I'll drop you like a fly. Because I'm done. And I've already said that. People don't like when the target talks like that. Well, I'm not saying that I'm going to hurt them because I just go out and do something arbitrarily. If you come at me like that guy who pissed in my yard and thought he was going to come back at me, then I have every reason to protect myself in any way that I feel I need to. I've already been to law enforcement. If their asses don't do their job, that's their fault. But like I said, nobody is ever going to tell me that I didn't go through all proper legal channels to get these assholes out of my life. Don't come near me. Don't think that you can do some stuff like piss in my yard and then try to go off on me. That's not going to happen. And there isn't a single solitary person out there that's going to tell me that I don't have a right to defend myself in any way I feel I need to. When I walk in my doors and my back door has been unlocked, which means that they probably have to go out through the back way. They don't play that. They're not invited. They will never be invited through the doors of my private living space. But I will protect myself by any means necessary. And there's not a single person out there who's going to claim that I don't have that right especially those who know that I'm being targeted this way. So instead of being terrorized, like most targets, where they're so scared that they don't even want to leave their house because people keep breaking in, well, I'm going to keep on going out because I have to live. But if I ever catch you, it's over with. And trust me, one day I will catch one of these people, and it will be over with. See, my bottom line is to get this shit to court whatever way it takes. But don't cross the thresholds into my private living space. Don't piss in my garden. And do it while I'm sitting on the porch thinking you think you're so big and bad because you got what? The law enforcement behind you? The mayor? the city manager, the city attorney, you think I give a flying fucking shit about any of that? 
you're taking a piss in my yard while I'm sitting on my porch. I should have got a knife and cut your dick off. After all, your penis was in my property. You're trespassing. So anyway, that's that's part of what I've been dealing with. So like I say, you know, it's been one after the other. One thing after the other. And I'm sitting here, you know, I got to work and all this other stuff, but they're still targeting. So that's what I get for Halloween. I'm sitting on my porch, you know, I have the lights out because there's no kids coming around. And this guy just steps up there with his girlfriend, pulls down his pants and starts pissing in my bushes. And I'm looking right at him. So instead of saying and being silent about it, I turn on the light. My porch light is nice and bright. And then I started cursing him out, and he thought he was going to get smart with my ass. He was like, oh, no, see, you're the one who pissed in my yard. That's on you. And then, like I said, I was out doing some errands and and shopping and stuff. I come back in my back door. All the locks are done off of my door. So they think it's a joke. You're crossing into private property. I have a right to protect myself. And then these neighbors who do know what they're doing, because they see them doing it and they're smiling to themselves, they become accessories to the crimes. So they get scared because it's like, well, she's getting mad. We're worried about our safety. Well, you should have been more, you should have been a good neighbor and called the police if you saw these guys messing around this property. That's on your ass. But since you want to be a perpetrator, then use it as an accessory to the crime. So that's what I've been pretty much dealing with. <clears throat> but, you know, like I said, when you're a new target, you're going to be terrorized. Sometimes you'll be so afraid that you don't even want to go out. Don't do that. Don't let them trap you in your home. You have a right to go out. And yes, you will come back like I do, and the locks will be done or something will be moved around, and you just know that they did it. Then you start thinking, okay, how, how can I protect myself? Do I need a gun? Because there's too many things happening. What is it that I need to protect myself so that I feel safe in the privacy of my living space? Everybody in America has the right to feel safe in their homes. Nobody should have to walk in and see that a bunch of kids because they wanted to play around or some adults are going to open the back locks of my doors so that I'll see it. But instead of panicking, the first thing I thought of is, do I need to get a gun now? Do I need to learn how to shoot? Don't come on my property. Don't come near me. Don't piss in my yard. So that's what I have to deal with. And like I said, I'm living in a neighborhood, predominantly Caucasian, and you have million-dollar homes all around me. And this is the type of emotional retardation that I'm dealing with. Pretty sad, isn't it? So anyway, 
I wanted to talk to you guys about this musical group because I didn't, I've heard their songs, um, but I actually haven't really paid attention until I was listening to one song and they started talking about uh, Handlers and MK Ultra and Mind Control. And the musical group is an English group called Muse. So it says Muse, uh, Muse are an English a rock band from Teignouth, Devon, formed in 1994. The band consists of Matthew Bellamy, lead vocal, guitar, piano, keyboards, Chris Wolstenholm, uh, bass guitar, backing vocals, and Dominic Howard, drums, percussions, and synthesizers. They are known for their energetic live performances. Muse has released seven studio albums, Showbiz 1999, Origins of Symmetry 2001, Absolution 2003, Black Holes and Revelations 2006, Re- The Resistance. And this is where they start getting into this mind control stuff. MK, they even have a song called MK Ultra. So The Resistance 2009, The Second Law 2012, and Drones 2015. And this new one, with drones, they, there's also an older song called Psycho, and it has to do with military. So the, the music video shows, um, you know, like a drill sergeant, and he's talking about, I'll, I'll read some of the lyrics to you. And you'll begin to understand that some of, the, some of your bands, they, are, they may be paying attention, and maybe they're putting some of it in their music to try to get the information out. Now, I do know that Green Day's... Um, Green Day, uh, what's his name, Billy, Billy Joel Armstrong, he wrote um, a series of songs, and it had to do with voices in the head um, uh, being, like, targeted. And you could tell that I think he was targeted because then in 2012, I think it was, he had a meltdown um, at iHeart concert in Las Vegas or something like that. But it was really interesting because the whole series of songs that he was writing in a couple albums had nothing to do, uh, everything to do with, you know, this whole concept of voices in your head and, you know, um, talking about, it was basically like targeting. It was like the target to get the V2K. And Green Day is a very political band. You know, they're the ones that don't want to be an American idiot. They did that whole revolutionary track. And I think he was targeted, and he didn't realize he was being targeted. There's another group called Nickelback, and they're onto it too. But Nickelback, which is really interesting, is one of the most hated bands because um, you know how they do the smear campaigns, like they do with targets, where they start you know sending out uh, disinformation and and smearing. So this band has really they have decent music, you know, and they have that this really good song that I like called Revolution. But they're onto it because they've been talking about government stuff too. But it's really interesting that that band has targeted for that smear campaign. So they're like they're considered quote unquote one of the most hated bands, and they've never really done anything to warrant that type of hate because they don't, you know, they're not like on drugs and snatching up hotels and things like that. But it's really interesting that they tar- they've been targeted. I know Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day; he's been targeted. And you can tell by the lyrics of his music when he was writing, and you can see how he started going downhill. And then with him, because he was a former drug user, a lot of times you know when you're targeted, they'll send the honey traps in 
to get you to go back to doing that. So if you do have a break, then they can blame it on like, oh, you know, the alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever. But all his songs, you listen to a lot of, or you read read through a lot of the lyrics in a couple of uh, Uno, Due, Trey or something. And that whole series there, it was all, in several of the songs you could hear that he was talking about, you know, like being, I think he was getting B2K. He was being bombarded by B2K. You know, negative people and negative this and all that other stuff. So the people, you know, we know the targets who get that constant B2K. And um, I think that that's why he was targeted. But this band Muse now <clears throat> is really interesting. So I'm going to read you some of the lyrics from their music. Um, one of them is called The Handler. And this one came out this year. And it's, it, it was written, or he sings it. I think Matt Bellamy also wrote the lyrics. It says, you were, you were my oppressor, and I have been programmed to obey. But now you are my handler, and I... I will execute your demand. Then it says, leave me alone. I must disassociate from you. So this one's more about trauma-based, the trauma base of behavioral modification, and they call it the handler. It says, behold my transformation, and you are empowered to do as you please. My mind was lost in translation, and my heart has become a cold and impassive machine. Leave me alone. I must disassociate from you. So you know that trauma-based mind control causes the split personalities or the disassociation, right? So this is part of this. It's really interesting. So it says, I won't let you control my feelings anymore, and I will no longer do as I am told, and I am no longer afraid to walk alone. Let me go. Let me be. I am escaping from your grip. You will never own me again. And then it goes on. But what it really is is that you pretty much can't get away from it because if they trigger you, because, you know, they program you with several triggers. Now, there's another one that they did in 2009, which was called um, MK Ultra. That's, that's, let me get the, that lyric. So this, it, the, uh, it says MK in the space Ultra, and it says the wavelengths gently grow, coercive notions re-evolve, a universe is trapped into, inside a tear. It resonates the core, creates unnatural laws, replaces love and happiness with fear. Oh, this might be the, the trauma-based one. How much deception can you take? How many lies will you create? How much longer until you break? Your mind's about to fall. And they are breaking through, they are breaking through, they are breaking through, and we are losing control. And they are breaking through, breaking through, blah, blah. Invisible to all, the mind becomes a wall all of history deleted with one stroke. How much deception can you take? How many lies will you create? How much longer until you break? Your mind's about to fall. So this has to do, um, so it says, and they are breaking through, they are breaking through, they are breaking through. Now we're falling, we are losing control. So this was back in 2009 when they did the MK Ultra. The actual song is called MK Ultra. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit. Oh, and so let me give you the lyrics for, um, let me find it. Hold on. So Psycho was another one. It's called Psycho and it's on the drone album. And so this one, like I said, has a drill sergeant and you see all these soldiers, you know, and, you know, they're all, you know how they sit there when you see, I guess they do their drill and then they have to stand there and say, yes, sir, yes, sir, or whatever. So it says, love, it will get you nowhere. You are on your own. 
lost in the wild, so come to me now. I could use someone like you, someone who will kill on, com- on my command and asks no questions. I'm going to make you. I'm going to break you. I'm going to make you a fucking psycho, a fucking psycho, a fucking psycho. Your ass belongs to me now. Um, are you a human drone? And they say, I, sir. And this says, are you a killing machine? And then they say, I, sh- I sir. I'm in control, motherfucker. Do you understand? And then the, the, the soldiers say, I, sir. Your mind is just a program, and I'm the virus. I'm changing the stations. I'll improve your threshold. I'll turn you into a super drone, super drone, and you will kill on my command, and I won't be responsible. I'm going to make you, I'm going to break you, I'm going to make you a fucking psycho, a fucking psycho, a fucking psycho. Your ass belongs to me now. And you, are you a psycho killer? Say, I, you, I, they're a psycho killer, and then it goes, scream it. So then I guess the, the soldiers scream it. So that's another one where it's, it's talking about control. So I thought that's kind of interesting because I didn't realize that this group... Um, Muse was paying attention. So they are bringing up some topics that they put it in their art. You know, it's called uh, truth through fiction. Well, sometimes musicians also put things that they may have come across and decided to put it in their music. So you might want to take a look at the group of Muse, M-U-S-E. They're an English band. Um, But they're paying attention. And so those are the ones that maybe you could reach out to them and say, what do you guys have information on? Because when you're an insider, like rock bands and stuff, a lot of times they might approach you. Or they might target you, like they have Green Day, or this Nickelback. And you can hear it in the lyrics of their songs, and you can tell what's happening, because usually a lot of times, usually several of the band members, or one main band member will also be the music writer, the writer, the writer of the lyrics. And then once you start uh, tracing the lyrics, you'll begin to understand some of these people have knowledge about what's happening. So let me read this article. Um, it was in, you know, you can't take it with a grain of salt because it's not like source stores. It's the Vigilant Citizen something group. I think that's what it's called. Um, let me find it. Where's that article? Oh, here. Uh, so Muse, the handler, a song, about a, a song about a mind control slave singing to his handler, uh, June 25, 2015. Muse, it, Muse is, is the musical group. The handler is one of the most obvious music videos about monarch mind control ever created. However, it takes some basic knowledge on the subject to understand the true meaning of the video. Here's a closer look at the handler. So there's a video. I have the link, too. Uh, Muse lead singer Matt Bellamy was never a stranger to themes relating to the occult elite and mind control. The band's 2009 album, The Resistance, contained titles such as Uprising and MK Ultra, which alluded obscure topics relating to conspiracy theories. After the success of that album, Muse obtained some music industry recognition, participated in the 2012 Olympic closing ceremonies, which the, well, I don't, and since then, the band's 
message somewhat shifted. Indeed, Matt Bellamy went from stating in 2006, September 11 is clearly an inside job. There is massive evidence that suggests that it was either allowed to happen or even worse, deliberately made to happen. Drowned in Sound was the, the publication used Matt Bellamy September 11th, clearly an inside job, to flip-flopping on the subject in 2012. I don't believe that anymore, although there are lots of questions to be answered. I still read a lot about political history, the influence of co corporations and the military, but I make sure I'm reading from credible sources. I think my political views are a bit more nuanced now. So I guess he kind of made a flip-flop on that one. These kinds of statements combined with a more subdued second album lead fans to wonder if the band sold out to the music business. However, the band's latest album, Drones, brings Muse back to its resistance roots and goes even further down the rabbit hole. Drone is indeed a concept album that follows the protagonist's journey from abandonment to indoctrination as a human drone and eventual defection. Matt Bellamy described Drones as an album about the dehumanization of modern warfare. To me, Drones are metaphorical psychopaths which enable psychopathic behavior with no recourse. The world is run by drones, utilizing drones to turn us all into drones. This album explores the journey of a human from their abandonment and loss of hope to their indoctrination by the system to be a human drone to their eventual defection from their oppressors. Gigwise publication, Muse announces drone album, UK Psycho Tour. So the sixth song on the album, entitled The Handler, describes the protagonist's indoctrination, and this indoctrination is clearly accomplished through monarch mind control. If you don't know what I'm referring to, read this article first. So there's an article about, you know, targets don't really have to read it because most of you already know about MK Ultra and Bluebird and all those other uh, behavioral modification programs, sensory deprivation, sleep deprivation, trauma-based drugs <clears throat> to try to alter someone's personality and behavior. And trust me, man, they have done a pretty good job because when you piss me off, I'm like a totally another person. But I use my words as my weapon. And I got a mouth on me, trust me. I'm sure that they could hear me from blocks away. When I get really mad and start yelling, everybody can hear me. And that's my weapon. I choose to use my words as my weapon. That's my weapon of choice. But it doesn't mean that if I need to protect myself because they keep coming into my house, that I won't get another weapon to protect myself. Because words can't protect you when someone's coming at you. The vocabulary of the song and the symbolism of the video could not be more clearer, making The Handler one of the clearest references to monarch programming in popular culture to date. Let's look at the video. So this is a video. So The Handler, the song is about an MK Ultra slave singing to his handler. Right from the start, the lyrics refer to trauma-based mind control says, you, 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 were my oppressor, and I, 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 have been programmed to obey. And now, 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 you are my handler, and I, 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 I will execute your demands. The handler was first the oppressor, as he subjected the slave to unbearable pain, torture, and trauma in order to induce disassociation. Once that is accomplished, the oppressor becomes 
the handler who programs an alter persona that can be controlled at will. In the video, a shady figure in a black hood plays the role of the handler. He's sticking out of a strange structure which appears to be the brain of the slave. While the handler acts as the master of ceremonies, symbolic images rotate around the slave's brain. All of them refer to monarch programming, and many of them are actual MK Ultra trigger images. So it shows there's some pictures. Alice in Wonderland, you know, that whole rabbit hole thing. So it says, another item waltzing in front of the handler is a teddy bear. Plush toys and pets are often given to slaves so they can bond with them and get some comfort, have them live the trauma of losing a loved one. We'll see later how this plays out in the video. The lyrics of the song mention the key step of monarch programming. The chorus alludes to the ultimate goal of monarch programming's disassociation. Leave me alone, I must disassociate from you. After being subjected to intense trauma and torture, so this is in the video, MK, he calls it MK, or the MK, or MK Ultra Slaves, are pushed towards disassociation. It is a natural defense mechanism of the brain when faced with, faced with unbearable trauma. After disassociation, handlers have access, quote-unquote, to the slave's brain and can create programmable alter personas. The second verse of the song relates to the state of the slave after programming. Then it says, Behold my transformation. Transformation of America is one of the first books ever to reveal the monarch mind control system used by the elite. In her biography, O'Brien writes, they have prepared his, uh, I have prepared this book for your review and edification concerning a little-known tool that our United States government is covertly, illegally, and unconstitutionally using to implement the, what they consider the New World Order or One World Government. This well-documented, so this is more conspiracy stuff. That's why I tend not to read. But I, this guy gives a good description of the video. My first-hand knowledge of this top-secret United States government psychological warfare technique is drawn from my personal experience as a White House presidential model mind-control slave. The rest of the second verse describes the powerlessness of a programmed MK slave who cannot help but to obey the handler's orders. The slave is a stranger in his own mind. And I do believe that if they do that, they can trigger you, because I've been triggered constantly. But a lot of it was through programming. Not like programming through the trauma, but programming through when you sleep. They do that a lot. And then they give these sucking civilian perpetrators the keyword triggers or the key whatever they're supposed to do to trigger. And that's how they can trigger you in a public setting. So it says, and you are empowered to do as you please. My mind was lost in translation and my heart has become a cold and impassive machine. The third verse is about the slave rebelling and attempting to break from his programming. I won't let you control my feelings anymore, and I will no longer do as I am told, and I am no longer afraid to walk alone. Let me go, let me go. I'm escaping from your grip. You will never own me again. However, like most stories about monarch programming, victory is a mere illusion. In conclusion, The Handler is one of the most blatant music videos about monarch mind control in popular culture. 
However, contrary to the MK Ultra themed pop videos described on this site, the narrative of Muse's story does not glorify monarch programming. It goes against it. Does that mean that despite being signed to a major label, Muse is an anti is anti-elite and anti-establishment? Well, that's not clear. As stated in an article by Pseudo Occult Media, there's a duality that permeates the message and the symbolism of Muse's work. On one hand, some of their work has a rebellious and revolutionary message, but on the other hand, the band ultimately just adds more elite noise to the mass media, albeit with a slightly different perspective. While the symbolism of the handler could not be clearer for someone who knows about monarch mind control, it still gives way about the heads of regular viewers. In the end, the work of Muse accomplishes what symbolism does best. It reveals to those in the know and conceals from those who are not. For this reason, it is up to, it is up to us to be vigilant citizens and understand what mass media is trying to sell us. Otherwise, we will turn into drones who are controlled by other drones. So it, it was a good, um, how do you put it, uh, description. Um, but it's from the latest album, apparently. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. Um, so I'm going to play this one song. It's called, uh, We Will Be, well, I think, it's, I don't know if it's called Uprising or We Will Be Victorious.
think I closed it off before I was supposed to. Sorry about that. But anyway, I just, uh, and, and it is basically what it's saying is that, you know, you can use different forms to coerce people to keep them in fear so that you have this trauma-based control over them. So I think that's pretty much, sometimes, you know, you got to start paying attention to these groups who, especially the ones that you know that might be targeted, because you can pick up on the signs. All I'm saying is that once you've been targeted for a while, you can pick up on which groups are being targeted. So, like I said, Billy Joel Armstrong, I think, from, yeah, from Green Day, uh, just within the lyrics of, he did a, they did a trio of albums, Uno Due Trey or Duo Trey, and in those, it, it, periodically through the songs, you could tell, number one, that he was crashing. So you know how targets, you know how you can crash because they just glitch you. But he was he kept talking about, you know, um, the voices in his head. So we know he's not schizophrenic, but you can be targeted. And for those targets who are out there, because we do have targets that get bombarded with that B2K, and... and um, he had a break. He actually broke in 2012. He lost it on the stage. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool, but he actually lost it. He just couldn't take it anymore, and then he went into rehab. But for him, they knew that if the, if they started torturing, you know, doing this type of targeting, he's going to rely on his old crutch, which was either alcohol or drugs, I think. And so they just go back to that to try to drown it all out. So it's just sad, you know? But anyway, this news group sounds like they might have some information or may know about some of the stuff that's going on. And if they do, then it's, it might behoove us as PIs to reach out and see if they do have some insider information because that's what we need is that insider information. If we can get that material evidence, then game's over. Because I don't think there's too many targets out there that wouldn't like to see these people executed for treason and torture, and terrorism, and hate crimes, and non-consensual human experimentation, all executable crimes. So that's something that, um, you know, some some, uh, targets may not like The Rock, but what it is for me is that you look at the lyrics and listen to what the artist is trying to say, and you'll find that that's how you can figure out, you know, ah, this group might be targeted. Ah, uh, this group may be, um, you know, may not know this. Per- this singer might not know, or this lead, you know, um, the lead in the band might not realize that because they're a very political band, that they might try to um, experiment with some of these things on a higher profile person. So anyway, um, that's my recording, but I'm going to speak in the chat a little bit. Uh, So look at Muse targets. Just look at their some of their songs. Like I said, in 2009 they came out, I guess, with this Resistance album, and I had no idea. And they talked. They actually did a song called MK Ultra, and then this new album that's just come out is talking about handlers and talking about like being in the military and being indoctrinated. So they say that the whole album is a story um, about, it starts off with, you know, losing things, so then goes into the military, becomes indoctrinated, turns into like a drone, you know, just a killing machine, and then finds his way out of it. So you got to listen to some of the messages that are out there, because sometimes you have truth through fiction, or in this case, it's, uh, truth in, in music, and they're trying to get a message out there. So think about that.
and I talked a little bit about my own targeting. So I need to document it. So whenever things start happening, I'm just going to keep documenting it and recording it because that becomes a piece of documentation and it kind of dates down what's transpiring. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.